Let's talk about value and the play that we could find there. Tom Lydon, President, Global Trends Investments, taking a look at some, some trends that we've been seeing in ETFs and small caps. And Tom, great to have you on the show. Thank you so much for being here today. Tell me about what your thoughts are on some momentum that we've been seeing in an area like small cap value stocks, for example, and whether or not that would continue with your broad-based theme here. Yeah, great seeing you, Nicole. Uh, it, it's true. Value's been in love for a long period of time. However, you know, a couple things after 10 years of the S&P being really difficult to beat, a lot of investors are coming in and looking at thematic type ETFs, thinly sliced sectors, and, and areas like value that have been unloved. I mean, when you look at uh, PEs on the S&P 500 being at 22 and the Russell 2000 being at 15, it's, it's pretty good from a pricing standpoint, but not only that, a lot of the small cap value stocks are really embracing the opening up trade that we're seeing. Uh, these companies are able to be a little bit more nimble. They can act quickly. And one ETF in particular, which is the Victory Shares USAA small cap value momentum ETF, which is the ticker USVM, kind of has that all wrapped into one ETF where it can shift through the discipline of the index to those areas of the market that are starting to show from a momentum standpoint, not only the value, but also areas like consumer discretionary mm -hmm. banks that are profitable in these types of times. Yeah, and we talk about the inflows that we've been seeing into ETFs. You talk about thematic ETFs. It's amazing. So people want to put money to work. Um, it's evident, right, just by based on looking at the flows. You tell me. I know you're watching the economy as well. Where do you stand on your thoughts on the economy? And are there real headwinds or more tailwinds here? Well, there, there seem to be a lot of tailwinds right now. There's a lot of optimism. There's a lot of optimism among investors. I mean, just flows that we're seeing into ETFs alone. We're on pace to hit almost a trillion dollars in new assets in ETFs this year, which is unprecedented. And back to the point of choice, uh, you know, again, when you look at correlation to the average investor out there having a high correlation in their portfolios to the S&P and now being able to really deconstruct their portfolios, folks have had more time to spend on their portfolios there at home and ETFs have given up so many choices. We touched earlier a little bit on home construction. There's the uh, iShares U.S. Home Construction ETF, ITB, which not only if you've, you're cheering that your house is going to appreciate, but also all your neighbors are either buying houses or also fixing up their houses. That's a way to participate. Right. And then we also saw last week a lot of great news regarding the banks. But the big banks make money, yes, on rates, but also on investments in banking. Uh, when you look at the regional banks, they make more money when interest rates go up. So the uh, the regional banking ETF by S and S and P and uh, and I I'm sorry, in State Street KRE is a great opportunity to profit just from those regional banks that have more profitability when you see rates go up. Yeah, I mean, we were just discussing how there are so many tailwinds with an accommodative Fed, low rates, stimulus underway, herd immunity to come, right, as more and more people get vaccinated. Are there any dangers? Because you do advise clients. Um, do you give them any sort of warnings? Or I, you just talked about areas that you do like, right? Home construction. 
these banks, um, if we look at the regional banks, um, you had the small cap value. But is there anything that you're also watching for danger, danger? Yeah. So at ETF Trends and ETF Database, which is which are our websites, we're, uh, the whole idea about ETF Trends is talking about general trends and areas that uh, are doing well. It's great to talk about it. But if you look at a very, very simple tool, a 200-day average, there's some major markets that if they go below their trend lines, their 200-day averages, it's a great idea to take some money off the table. Again, when we talk about rising interest rates, the, the long-term uh, opportunities in fixed income are going to be challenged. There's almost $5 trillion in money market funds right now, so a lot of people are concerned about rising rates, what that might do to their fixed income portfolio. We're seeing people uh, divest from the Barclays Ag and invest in alternative income strategies, uh, like areas like real estate or dividend strategies where you're overlapping not only your equity allocation, but a, a dividend or a fixed income strategy on top of that. So it's going to be very challenging going forward from an income standpoint, and that's really going to be critical for investors. We're going to have to get better at what we're doing because 60-40 is not going to work the way it's done for the last 30 years.